Work your sorcery. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And make a part in about time too about not playing the NDE. It was free for all and I heard him say, he bought my borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick cause you're incapable AMs. Hello, Spencer, free thrall, keep off the borderlands, you know the drill. I'm just going to respond to a few calls and then have a bit of a waffle. So let's get on with it, shall we? Hey, Spencer, congratulations on the new baby, dude. That is awesome. I was stoked to hear a new episode from you this morning. I I don't know how many more we're going to get in the near future because I imagine you're going to be insanely busy, but it was just good to hear your voice, man. And, dude, I I was really glad to hear you say that the free Kriegspiel thing seemed a little pretentious to you because to me it seems absolutely pretentious the fact that they call it a revolution I think is ridiculous the fact that they're just trying to separate themselves even further to be just an even bigger or more niche version of us versus them you know we're, we're we're too cool to be OSR now so now we're this other thing yeah I just think it's ridiculous I also find this fascination of how Gary and Dave used to play back in the day. I I find it really weird. I mean, I've read of Dyson Men and I've seen the Blackmore film and I've read Playing at the World and all those books. And they're really neat and interesting. But honestly, I don't care how Gary and Dave used to play back in the day. Um it it bears no it has no effect on the way i play my game or how i enjoy playing uh, also it's there's this seems to be this idea that the fact that that's how they played back then is the way they would still be playing today and i think that's really i think it's pretty dumb and i also think it's pretty crappy to think about those guys that they wouldn't evolve and play and change the style that they use to play games so, yeah, man. Um, anyway, that, that's it for me. Peace out. You're awesome. Peace. Hey, Spencer, I just wanted to let you know, uh, I, I wasn't saying that you were talking about how it's important that Dave and Gary used to play. Uh, and, you know, I left the message early in the morning when I was just getting up, so maybe I sounded grumpy or something. But, yeah, like, I just wanted you to know that you're a totally awesome dude and that, yeah, I wasn't saying that you were saying something that you weren't saying or anything like that. You know, I was just giving my tuppence, as the mighty John Allen Large would say. Anyway, dude, you're rad. Your new kid's going to be rad. Your other kid is already rad. Your wife is rad. So have a rad day. Peace out. Thank you so much, Joe. Joe Richter there from Wheel of Woe and Hindsightless. And man... If those earlier messages are you feeling grumpy, oh, I want to wake up next to you, boy. <laughs> God, that sounded creepy. Um, look, look, 
I mean, I obviously don't feel as passionate about the whole free league, free league, free Kriegspiel business as you do, because, you know, I'm a complacent cold fish and you're a hunk of hunk of burning love, man. So stands to reason you're going to have strong feelings about it. I'm just someone who's very interested in the origins of things, where particular ideas come from, what's survived and why, what's been stripped away. I just, you know, I like to know why things are the way they are. And, uh, you know, I don't look back on these things as kind of glory days of the past, some kind of golden age, because a lot of the way things are done now in gaming makes what went before look ridiculously convoluted. But, you know, I do enjoy looking back at perhaps more simpler times and the idea of being able to do more with less, I guess, that's also a factor. But thanks for your kind words, Joe, and I hope Paul's going well with a new job. Really excited for you, man. Exciting times for the both of us, I guess. And I suppose I'm sort of preparing myself for those first couple of months where you kind of feel like you're confined to your own house but just saying that given the current position we find ourselves in perhaps there's not going to be much of a change at all just uh, a little less sleeping going on but thanks joe always good to hear from you hey spencer it's Liren. congratulations on the new baby i had not caught that if you had mentioned it before I'm so in and out of things. Goodness. Anyway, uh, that is such exciting news. I bet your daughter's really excited too. Although at that age, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. My granddaughter's sister was about that age when she was born. And, and sometimes they can worry that they won't get attention. Who knows? Anyways, uh, I also wanted to say that your discussion of good, neutral, chaotic, whatever, you know, um, it, it did my little pagan heart good because one of the things that is a big part of my overall world belief is balance. You have to have balance and it's not like you have to have bad things, but if you think about it, would you appreciate good things if bad things never happened? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I feel like that might be a part of human nature. Anyway, great episode. Thanks, Liren. Liren from updates from the middle of nowhere there. And, uh, yeah, it, you made me realise how bad I've been uh, about this. You know, you get that period at the time where you first find out we were having a baby, but you can't really tell anyone until you get beyond those crucial 12 weeks. And then you tell a bunch of people, uh, which I feel, I thought I'd mention it on the podcast, but I don't believe I have. I've told people I was playing with at the time. So I kind of probably failed to mention it to you. So apologies. As for her nose being put out of joint by a new centre of the universe entering the world, um, that might be tough to take, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I live with my in-laws, as you know, and subsequently she is a very sport young lady. So I think there may be a bit of a steep learning curve coming her way. Having said that, she is 
extremely excited at the prospect of having a new baby sister. And I'm glad you found that alignment reading interesting. I mean, that kind of captured what I felt about neutrality in contrast to Jason's reading from the, um, was it the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where neutrality isn't an option and, you know, you're either good guys or you're bad guys. And it's all kind of cut and dried. Um, I guess what I was saying before about neutrality being about balance, moderation, temperance, seeing the greater picture, taking the rough with the smooth. I mean, that ties in, to my mind, with the Taoist idea, as I said before, maybe more so than Buddhism, living in harmony with nature, simplicity, spontaneity, frugality, compassion, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, thanks very much for your message, Liren. Uh Really, really nice to hear from you, as always. Hey Spencer, those alignment rules from that French chap are quite interesting. Um, it's funny though, because you look at things through your own lenses. When you're reading the law part, you know, and you know, that reminded me to some degree of more fascist type states and real life communist states, because, you know, communism in, in the real world is an evil thing. And when you read the chaotic part, now we're reading more into libertarian which, when you remove the American connotations of libertarianism and you're looking at it as individualism and small government, it's only a good thing. So, you, you know, it's funny how people of different inclinations will, you know, you know, take different things away from those kind of things. Um, but truly, we can all agree that real-life communism is evil. I'll call you back when I'm Osseus here in a minute. I'm still not sold on the range combat part, but it may be I just don't like it or I'm just too much of an adult to understand it. Both those are quite possible. So if you miss quite badly two or three times, then your character would just give up because, you, you know, they're a bad shot. They'll just throw their weapon down, disgust, and give up, quit life, quit the combat. I don't know. Probably my mind just doesn't, you know, it's not wrapping around it. Maybe I've seen too many old cop shows and westerns where people are behind barrels, five feet apart, emptying revolvers at each other, not hitting, but keep going. They're not falling dead because they're missing. Your game does not reflect my fiction, Mr. Mr. Free Thrall, sir. Anyhow, thank you for the explanation. I really appreciate it. Hey Jason, Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast there, and thanks for your call man. I don't really want to get into real world politics, but when I use the word conservative, that's with a small c. I'm not referring to the conservative party here in the UK, whose ability to conserve is highly questionable. But like I say, I don't really want to get into all that. I'm using conservative in the sense of maintaining the status quo in opposition to progressive being the desire for innovation and change. I'm not talking about left or right wing politics. 
I hear you reaching for a consensus on what constitutes evil there. And to me, it's extremism that's the problem. And that goes in both directions. As for the ranged weapon rules in Ossia Pura, the only thing that would stop you making a ranged attack is a lack of ammunition. There's no penalty for missing whatsoever. But, I don't know, maybe that isn't clear. I'll um, have to reread that, I think. Now, I spoke to Jason just the other day, and um, I know he was only ribbing me, but um, he did say that he felt there should be something a little more going on with the ranged combat rules. And, um, well, I just, I'd love to hear your suggestions because, uh, you know me, I like to keep things simple, but um, there's always that danger of making things too simple. What I'm going to do is uh, look at the chainmail rules because I picked up a PDF of that the other day and, uh, well, maybe that'll give me a few ideas. So I did take a look at chainmail and, um, well, I didn't really find what I was looking for, to be honest. Um, Although I did come across an interesting document entitled... Dungeons and Dragons, Chainmail, Supplement 7, Forbidden Law, Rules for Original Dungeons and Dragons Combat Using the Chainmail Rules by Jason Vay, published uh, in 2009 by TSR, it says. And uh, yeah, pretty much laying out what Daniel Norton has been talking about on Bandit's Keep. I think Daniel's come up with something that's you know, a variation on what's in this document, but it certainly helped me to get my head around the uh, chainmail document, which I didn't find. Well, I was going to say I didn't find it an easy read, but in fairness, I simply scanned it. This supplemental document doesn't actually have the chainmail rules in it, nor the D&D rules, but is designed to help you incorporate the rule sets and um yeah that made for an interesting read however it didn't um give me any ideas regarding changing range combat rules of ossia pura but it did inspire me to add in a sentence about mass combat essentially using the same combat rules that are already present there but simply using the dice results to determine number of fatalities rather than number of hit points. And I've got to thank Daniel for kind of putting that idea in my head when he was talking about using hit dice for hits instead of rolling the hit dice. That probably doesn't explain what he was talking about very well. So, yeah, I urge you to go over and uh, listen to what he's talking about there over on Bandit's Keep. I'll tell you what was nice. 
Jay Webster shared a Facebook memory this time last year, a screenshot of my first online game, which, uh, well, that's just mad to think it was a year ago. And yet it seems it wasn't that long ago at all. And at the same time, so much has changed since then. But um, yeah, that was a game of Barbarians of Lemuria run by Jason Connolly. Che Webster, Roleplay Rescue, was also playing there, obviously. Shandy Andy of Unguarded Treasure, B-52. Evil Jeff of Minions and Musings. And uh, Gabriel, who I don't believe has got a podcast. Um, I possibly just heard you calling into other shows. Now, I think I'm pretty sure I've got this right. Other than Jason Connolly, I think that's the only time... I've played with all these guys, which is madness. You know, just the way things have worked out, I think. Although, no, having said that, I'm sure I've played with Shandy Andy in the Black Hack, run by Dave Aldridge. But yeah, it was just great to see that and uh, reflect on, you know, what I've been up to since then. And, uh, well, I've been pretty much playing regularly in Dave Aldridge's games sometimes a couple of times a week, which has been fantastic. A few other sessions run by Jason Connolly, and I've been able to play with Jason in other people's games, like games run by Barney Dicker of Loco Ludus, Pete Jones of Dragons Are Real, and uh, Arlen Walker, live from Pelham's Wasteland. And I'm... uh, Actually, I'm in the process of creating a character for Arlen's new play-by-post game, my first Supers game. Currently in the process of uh, creating a character for that one. And of course, more recently, some Call of Cthulhu action with Andy Goodman of Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. And it got me thinking about all the people... I haven't been able to play with and the people that I haven't been able to play with enough. So that's something that needs to be addressed. Also thinking about other ways I'm involved in the hobby. I mean, I'm just in the process of revisiting my Osseus rules. I mean, there's there's a few other ideas I had back then which I haven't revisited. The whole idea of Doggerland as a setting being the exception there and uh, really, really excited by what's going on with with uh, Barney's Vantage rules and the alluvial plane setting that I'm working on with Dave Sermon. And an episode all about that is certainly overdue from me. But yeah, I guess I'm in a bit of a reflective mood anyway, because on top of being right in the midst of becoming a father for the second time. Don't tell anyone, but in nine days' time, I'm turning 50. I know, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Well... That's about enough from me, I think. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for your calls. If you want to leave me a message, 
please contact me via the anchor link in the description. You can always email me or leave me an audio message at spencer.freeforall at gmail.com. There's a Facebook page for Keep Off the Borderlands. You can find me on Twitter and MeWe on the Audio Dungeon Discord and various other places on Discord as Free Thrall. I'd also like to thank TJ Drennan for the wonderful music he provides. And it just remains for me to say, take it away, TJ. Warning, if celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor.